Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So let's say you're going to be able to get some tax relief. I'm sorry, student debt relief. I'm sorry. You're going to steal from other Americans because you're not paying back the obligation of the loan that you took. You took the loan. You have to pay it back. This government says, nah, don't worry about it. And people are like, oh, that's so wonderful. It's not wonderful. It's disgusting and it's wrong. It's immoral and it should be unacceptable to rational people. Never mind unconstitutional that the president cannot engage a spending program. Well, let's say you still get it forgiven anyway because what do laws matter? What do laws matter? Well, you might get taxed on it in the state of Indiana. And I swear to you, that makes me so incredibly happy. Yes, 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 yes. Life uh, finds a way. It really does, Jeff. It really does. Tony Katz, what's going on? Tony Katz today, 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. By the way, the... uh, the official portraits, presidential portrait, first lady portrait of Barack and Michelle Obama just got unveiled. And already the memeing has begun. Your social media feeds are so screwed. They're so screwed that you will not see anything else. There is nothing else for you to possibly look at. There is only this. Oh, Good, good, good Lord. Uh, so so when you have this uh, debt forgiveness, this horrible, disgusting plan, this unconstitutional plan from Joe Biden that the Indiana Democratic Party is cheering because uh, they don't actually care about the Constitution based on their cheering, you become responsible for... The discharge. So there is um, the legislation in place um, talking about uh, on the state level and on the federal level. So let's say you get $10,000 worth of forgiveness of federal student loans. First, be clear, it doesn't disappear. It gets paid for. It gets paid for by we the people. It's not free. People don't erase it. Your college or university already took it to give you that garbage degree. I'm not saying you did get a garbage degree, but they gave away a lot of garbage degrees, and they know it. Oh, yes, gender studies. It will offer you a fulfilling career and, well, well, a, a myriad of subjects. As someone explained to me, that's who becomes the HR professionals. I don't know. I've just had my first experience with HR in years. With, with the takeover, right, so the MS stations sell to, to Urban One, so we have paperwork to fill out and, and everything else. Everyone seems super lovely. I, I, I didn't have a run-in. I didn't have an issue. I didn't have, I didn't have an anything. Super, super, super-duper easy. Um, but people are like, well, that's the, the field they go into. I'm like, I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. I just figured they went into the field of teaching gender studies. So you have $10,000 worth of student debt forgiven, quote-unquote. Well, 
you will pay an extra $323 in state income tax. And there's county income tax, which could vary. So if you're in Marion County, you would pay $202 on top of the $323 for a grand total of $525. I could not be happier. All right, all right, all right. That is just fantastic. What? What? I I shouldn't be happy that people who think it's okay to steal from their fellow citizens learn that the government is the biggest thief of all and you cannot escape it? That nothing comes for free? That they will finally possibly learn that absolutely nothing is just a handout? True charity maybe, but that charity comes from people. When it's forced upon you, that's government handout, that's government abuse, and in the end, the government gets paid. You took the money, they get paid. There is a uh, state representative by the name of Greg Porter who wants to do something uh, uh, about that because we want to attract young people to our state, but we continue to have legislation which is prescriptive and punitive toward young people. Um, If you want to eliminate taxes, you're never going to get an argument from me, but eliminate it for everybody. You want to attract young people to the state? I, 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 I can make this easy for you, Representative Porter. I have got the way for you to attract young people to the state. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. A bag of weed, a bag of weed. Oh, everything is better with a bag of weed. It's the only nothing you'll ever need because everything is better with a bag of weed. Move to Indiana today. We'll drop off a pound right there on your doorstep. A full pound. Why should you have to go looking for it for a while? That should last, I don't know, at least a week and a half, right? No? People smoke differently than uh, they used to? Okay. How about you legalize marijuana? You'll attract the youth. I I, I don't actually know if that's true. I I, I have no idea if that's the way you, you attract the youth. Maybe... Maybe what you do is you have uh, jobs, uh, a myriad of jobs in a myriad of professions that give people opportunity. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then you create entertainment opportunities for people to be able to use the dollars that they have created for themselves through their jobs. Maybe you work on those things. Maybe you lower tax burdens. Maybe you lower regulatory burdens to make it easier for people to come here and and fulfill their desires and and build a business, create a business of their own. Are you telling me that the $525 is the thing that's going to keep people from moving to Indiana? You think that's why they went to Nashville instead? I am exhausted by the insanity and the ridiculousness that takes place in the Indiana General Assembly. You have to make Indiana attractive. And saying, hey, if we paid off your student debt, you don't have to pay the taxes on the student debt, isn't it? That is such nonsense, low-hanging fruit. It's not even low-hanging fruit. It's not even fruit. 
Seven people you're going to attract with this policy. Could you please, for the love of the Lord, think big? Think interesting. Think creative. Think out of the box. How do you attract people to Indiana? Great question. It isn't by pandering. to people who want their student loans paid. It's not it. It's absolutely, positively not it. You got to give people something to do with the money they make here. You have to have the opportunity for jobs here that you can't get anywhere else and then you have to make it easy for people to create their world here by reducing regulatory burden so they can go about actually creating you have to have entertainment in the state of indiana throughout the state of indiana when we build a top golf that's actually very very good for people wanting to come here because it's it's an activity that people like But when you have a downtown that has no museums, and let me say this uh, uh, directly and thusly, we have the Eidelyorg, we have the Kurt Vonnegut Museum. I like the Kurt Vonnegut Museum. I I helped them raise money uh, because I believed in the Kurt Vonnegut Museum because I believe in more museums downtown. But not everybody is into the art of the West. So you got to have more. What you have to do is create an opportunity for people who are building families To come downtown, let's say, we'll use downtown as the example, spend three hours and it's not all about a bar. They have to have something to do and then go to a restaurant. And they wasted a few hours and they got to do something and it was a day out and that's good. And you have to do that for people of all stripes. And it has to exist in more than just a a, a drinking scene. Where is the buildup of our music scene? Where, Where is it? Where I mean, there are people trying it on the side, on the private side. Is this something that the state may want to uh, help with, build up? You want to talk about providing tax relief? Maybe we want to do it for concert venues, smaller venues, you know, places that hold three, 400 people. And we want to do it not just in Indianapolis, but in Gary and in Fort Wayne and in Evansville because, you know, people are going to live in more places other than Indy. That would make sense in attracting young people. We want to attract young people, so we want to encourage those who like having their debt paid off by the government and are totally cool with it to come here. How about we go with the idea that we don't want those people in Indiana at all? If you're excited by the federal government paying off your debt and pushing it on to other Hoosiers, man, Illinois is for you. You are going to love Illinois. Illinois, if you want to be a taker, that's a great place to be. I hate Illinois Nazis. We should be wanting those people elsewhere. Michigan is due north. Go get them. When you get to Ann Arbor, stop. You're amongst your people. Think better, Representative Porter. Think better, General Assembly. Think with a little strength and vigor. Be interesting. Create opportunity that's interesting.
Don't worry about helping those who are already getting a $10,000 gift when they should be forced to pay back their debt. My gosh. Indiana, we have so far to go before we're normal. I'm Tony Katz. So the Apple iPhone 14 updates continue. The iPhone 14 is going to be connected to satellites for emergency service. So even if there's no cell service around, you can still get emergency help by using it. It will be there'll be the 14 and the 14 plus. The iPhone 14 starts at $799. The plus starts at $899. And there's there's also, but there is now a Pro version. The iPhone 14 Pro has an always-on display, doesn't turn off when it's not in use, a low-power mode. It's using the Apple A16 Bionic chip. Yeah, it's super fast. And a 48-megapixel camera. Dear goodness, gosh. Comes in black, silver, gold, and deep purple which I'm assuming is going to lead to a lawsuit. I mean, deep purple. How, how, how does that not lead to a lawsuit? I have no idea how much the Pro is going to cost. But $799 and $899 for the iPhone 14, the 14 Plus, which is just about screen size, yeah, that's going to get people to buy. That's going to get people to buy. That price is going to be seen in today's inflationary market as acceptable. They're going to be totally fine with it. So the 6.1-inch screen, if you get the Pro or or the other one is the Pro, and then the 6.7, it will be the Pro Max, and that will have three cameras on the backside. So the regular iPhone 14 has the two cameras. The Pro has the, the, uh, the three cameras. There, there's the... There's the difference right there. There is a new social media game that you need to keep an eye on because you don't want your kids playing it. The game involves basically choking yourself out. See how long you can hold your breath. And people are dying. Kids have died. In the UK and other places, 12 years old, 14 years old, they have died. Because they're playing this game. Because they see it on TikTok. You got to know what your kids are doing. You have to keep an eye. Yes, you have to take their phone. You got to take their phone. You got you to gotta be looking at what's happening. You got to delete things when you need to. You have to be parents. You have to be parents. You have to be people who take charge. Your kids don't know what's best for them. Uh, in, in the same way that they would have no way of determining their own gender. They have no idea what's best for them. That's your job. You know, it, it's, it's Animal House. This is my job, people. This is the entirety of the job. Keeping an eye on your kids. 
knowing what they're doing. And just because their friends are on TikTok doesn't mean anything. It's TikTok. If friends are on it, you're so what? It's absolutely inconsequential. Your friend, you're, you, don't pay any attention. Well, if, I, if my friends are on it and I'm not, I'm going to be missing out. Eh, you're also going to be possibly alive, so I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm good with that. Thank you very much. This blackout challenge thing, it's like eating Tide Pods. Man. Then there was the, the people who were, like, uh, pouring scalding water on each other, trying to down boiling water. I mean, that's a lot of damage. A lot of damage that can be done. You got to keep an eye. This stuff is remarkably dangerous. And Jewel is going to pay $440 million to settle with 33 states in this probe on teen vaping. Anything smoked that markets to children is wrong. You guys know I'm a cigar guy. Eat, Drink, Smoke is the largest cigar and bourbon radio show in the country. Just based on the sheer number of stations. Would never dream of partnering with or engaging in the marketing of cigars to children. No shot, no way, no how. Cigars are not for children, they're for adults. I feel the same way about vaping. But... Vaping can also come in the flavor of blueberry, and adults like blueberry. So why do we prevent flavors from happening in vaping? Well, it's because children are attracted to, 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 to the flavors. That's not enough of an argument. You don't sell to kids. You don't market to kids. But if an adult wants bubblegum, if grandma wants a bubblegum vape, grandma should be able to get a bubblegum vape. That's, I, I, I don't know how that isn't just a simple matter of fact kind of thing. So if they were marketing to kids over there, Jewel, all right, you got to deal with the punishment. You got to deal with the fact that you were doing something you should not have been doing. But I still want grandma to be able to get her, I don't know, her Fruit Loops or whatever it is, whatever it is she likes. What can I say? I love my Mimo. This is Tony Katz today. Republicans are having a little press briefing right now. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. Let's see what they're asking Mitch, Senate Majority Leader, uh, Minority Leader now. Well, it appears as if this administration, like the Obama administration, is going to take the view that they can do an executive decision, uh, an executive agreement with the Iranians by themselves. It's not a treaty. 
Uh, we objected to their going forward the last time without a treaty, which clearly applies to this situation. They may try to do that again, which minimizes <clears throat> our ability to impact uh, what has all the earmarks of another bad deal. As a member of the Gang of Eight, um, do you want a, a briefing uh, from the Department of Justice or other intelligence agencies about what documents were seized at Mar-a-Lago, and do you have any concerns about the FBI raid of, of Mar-a-Lago? Yeah, I, I've not, having just gotten back, I've not personally talked to any of the other Gang of Eight about this. Um, I think Senator Rubio has addressed that issue, uh, so maybe you ought to ask him. I think it's interesting when we take a look at what they're claiming was leaked, right? The the leak from the the, the documents taken uh, at Mar-a-Lago, and he and Trump had uh, nuclear information about nuclear sites uh, of other countries. The one thing we have to ask ourselves is, did this come from the raid? It, it, it it's a leak from. The Justice Department, it's a leak from the FBI. Am I supposed to just take it at face value? It's a leak. Why Why would I report on it like it's fact? The argument of whether or not Trump should have had these documents, that's a fine argument. Did he declassify? Did he not? What is the act of declassifying? All good arguments. But notice the day after he gets the special master to overlook and oversee the documents in question, what is protected by executive privilege, what's protected uh, by attorney-client privilege. That's when the leaks come to the, to, the, to the Washington Post. All of a sudden, we have leaked documentation about what was in the classified documents. The supposedly classified documents, I mean the whole thing. The whole thing is just as, as messy as you could possibly possibly imagine let me go to the phones really quick john welcome to the show what's going on john yeah hi tony thanks for taking my call uh regarding the college forgiving the student loan debt i mean uh, trump gets debt discharged through bankruptcy you had debt discharged through a short sale what's the difference uh the difference is if that if a student and i appreciate the call if a student wants to declare bankruptcy go ahead Although I don't know what the rules are in taking a loan, uh, a student taking on student debt and bankruptcy. I don't know if there is something specific uh, uh, about that. That is something that the person takes on and becomes a personal liability. It's about, I, I have no issue with people declaring bankruptcy. And certainly you can argue there are people who abuse uh, the bankruptcy rules. And yes, I did short sell my house. Back in the day. Did you think that was embarrassing? I'm the guy who brought it up. I don't lie about my situation. I don't lie about losing it all and building it all back up. You know what I do now? I pay the difference. Every month. I have for years. It didn't just go away and I didn't put the debt on somebody else. I stroke the check. You took the loan. You're responsible for the loan. What's the difference? I think you know the difference. I think you're just throwing things out there because you can't handle the fact. This is how it comes across. Can't really handle the fact that it's wrong. And so you're throwing anything out there. It was like people who were saying, how dare you be upset about student loan forgiveness? They forgave uh, PPP loans. PPP, Paycheck Protection Program. The, the difference is, is that 
the federal government and state government shut down business. They shut down the businesses, said you couldn't go to work, and then said, here, here's money. I, I, I didn't like any of this. They said, here's money. If you spend 60% of it on payroll in, the first, in 24 weeks, it's forgiven. That was the deal by which paycheck protection was put out into the world and people accepted the deal, followed the deal. They got uh, the, the amount of the loan, what you want to call it, discharge, waived, forgiven, whatever you want to call it. That was the deal. You could say you didn't like the deal. I'll accept the fact that you didn't like the deal. But it was the deal, and those people did follow the rules. That you don't like the rules, well, okay. The rules said you took the loan, you pay it back. And now we're changing the rules and putting it on to those people who didn't take that deal because they couldn't afford it. It's rude. It's immoral. It's despicable. Stop defending the freaking indefensible. But I promised I was going to talk about Jennifer Lawrence, actress. And uh, Jennifer Lawrence has never once bothered me, right? She's living her life, I'm living mine. We're, we're, we're cool. But the story about Jennifer Lawrence is that uh, she was, I, I guess, grew up in a Republican house. She was a, a, a Republican, and then, and then she changed her mind. It was... It was a line from the show 30 Rock that made her change her mind. She thought herself to be a Republican. And then she saw the show when she was a teenager. And the line that she saw from the show was just because I think gay dudes should be allowed to adopt kids and we should all have hybrid cars doesn't mean I don't love America. Lawrence revealed that to her, being a Republican posed the question, why should my taxes pay for your haughty lifestyle? Nobody likes to see half their paycheck go away, but it made sense to me. Yeah, for the greater good, I guess it made sense. This is how she discusses her current views. It's all very uh, interesting and odd conversation. But I, I have to go back to something that she says here. This line that seemed to move her just because I think gay dudes should be allowed to adopt cards and we should all have hybrid uh, should be allowed to adopt kids and we should all have hybrid cars doesn't mean I don't love my country I don't love my country I don't love America that made you decide not to be a Republican that's interesting this is all part of something going on in Vogue magazine where she's saying you have to be political and she said it was the Trump election that changed everything. This is an impeached president who's broken many laws and has refused to condemn white supremacy, and it feels like there has been a line drawn in the sand. I don't think it's right. It just changes things for me. Jennifer, may I say, just so you know, that of course Donald Trump has condemned white supremacy repeatedly, that the people you're watching on cable news won't admit to it, that they still lie about things Trump said, well, you need to change your sources because you're being lied to, and that's wrong because he has done it. Now, maybe it's not enough for you. Well, I can't, I can't help that. But let's not say that he didn't do it because he did do it. He did and has condemned white supremacy.
Just like he never said there were fine people on both sides. He never said that about neo-Nazis. Never, ever, ever, ever. So don't buy into that and then claim that you're, like, uh, uh, really aware. Don't do that. I don't think that's, that's, that's necessary. And I think there's a great question of why should my taxes go to pay for somebody else's lifestyle? That's, that's not the purpose of taxes. That's not the purpose of taxes. Now, you might say to me, Tony, what do I care about Jennifer Lawrence? It's a legit question. But it's an extremely bad one. Because it means you haven't asked yourself exactly what does culture mean? How does culture matter? And culture matters greatly. Culture is extremely important. Culture is what actually moves people. Culture is what changes people. How else does Jennifer Lawrence get to the place where she is saying things like Trump has never condemned white supremacy? When, of course, he has. And we all know it, and we've all shared it. You have to want the idea that he never did. You have to lie about it in order to make that claim. You have to lie about it in order to make that claim. And that's ideological. That happens via culture. So culture matters because you have to fight back against these cultural madnesses. You have to fight back against these lies. Let me give you an example of culture. Project Veritas. Exposing uh, the director of student activities at the Trinity School in New York, Jennifer Norris. This is, I think, a 60000 a year private school. And this is her from Project Veritas. You know, they do the undercover videos. Unfortunately, it's the white boys who feel like uh, very entitled to express their opposite opinions yeah. and just push back. Well, there's a huge contingent of them that are just, like, horrible. Yeah. And you're, are you always going to be horrible? Yeah. Are you just going to be horrible right now? Is there any saving these Republican, like, white guys? Is- I think they need to go. No, I think they're really awful people. Yeah. That, that's kind of what I, I'm afraid of with the, my white students that are rich. I'm like, do you ever have to deal with this? They're so protected by capitalism. It makes me sad. They're so protected by capitalism, it makes me sad. She's calling white students horrible. Her rich white students are the worst. Protected by capitalism. You really want this teaching your kids? You want your kids surrounded by this culturally? I I would I would only hope not. I would only hope that this isn't what you want. Do you want a teacher who hopes that somebody will just start taking people out who she disagrees with? It makes me sad. Like, friends in, like, Dexter's who are going to, like, go together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just wonder how many, the like... Vigilante. Yeah, yeah. oh, no. Taking people out of the show Dexter. Oh, yeah. Because, like, we just need some vigilante Dexter. Oh, yeah. Here's your community of targets. Dexter is a show about a, a guy who, who likes to kill people. I never actually watched the show. So you want a group of Dexters going out there and here are the targets, go kill the people that we don't like. So we can, of course, still have control of the children.
culture matters. And Jennifer Lawrence, through Instagram or a lot of other platforms, has a pretty large audience. And in this interview in Vogue, she's flat out lying to them about something Trump didn't say that he did say. Why shouldn't we say to her, hey, that's not right. That's not accurate. You should say things that are accurate. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be engaged in uh in 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 lies. Now, I don't know where being a, a progressive would help you. I don't know if she is or she isn't. I mean, she's entitled to her own theories, her own philosophies, her own beliefs. But it's got to be based on something of, of, of rationality. I don't think we should all have hybrid cars. I think we should have the car that we want to have. I think gay men do adopt kids. And the world keeps spinning. The Jennifer Lawrence story is an important one. Because if you ever question how in the world do I connect with my kids, uh, you, you, may, uh, you may want this to be a, a way to do it. Hey, I heard this about Jennifer Lawrence. Do you hear anything about this? It's important. Culture matters. I'm Tony Katz. Pat McAfee joining College Game Day on ESPN. That uh, that career is building. Good on him, Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Eight three three got Tony is the number. Eight three three four six eight eight six six nine. June sending me an email. Student loans are not dischargeable by bankruptcy. Okay. I wasn't sure how how uh, that that worked. Was not sure how that went. Thank you, June. I I will take your word for it on this one. I will assume uh, that you are absolutely uh, correct. Corinne Jean-Pierre did not like being put, she's the White House Press Secretary, put on the spot by Peter Ducey about her old tweets about elections being stolen. The new attention on the MAGA Republicans. You tweeted in 2016, Trump stole an election. I was waiting, Peter, when you were going to ask me that question. Well, here we go. (laughs) You tweeted Trump stole an election. You tweeted Brian Kemp stole an election. If denying election results is extreme now, why was it So let's let's be really clear. That... That comparison that you made is just ridiculous. I have oh, been, I have ridiculous. been, well, you're asking me, you're asking me a question. Yeah. Let me answer it. And you said it's ridiculous. I was, I was talking specifically at that time of what was happening with voting rights and the, what was in danger of voting rights. That's what I was speaking to at the time. If you're willing to believe that, you feel free. I am not willing to believe that. And I know that people want to defend her. She's a private citizen. If we are told that saying these things about stolen elections damage the democracy, threaten democracy, why would you hire somebody who is threatening and damaging democracy? 
because that's what Joe Biden did by hiring her. That's what he did. So why can't we notice how much of a problem it is? I think we should notice. I think I do notice. She's just angry that people notice. Just the way it goes. Uh, News Nation, I am scheduled on tonight at like 7.30 Eastern. So that should be, that should be a good time had by all. And find everything, TonyCats.Locals.com. TonyCats.Locals.com. Tomorrow, everyone, take care.